64. Cider it worth his while to consult a doctor for, such a trifle. In the course of time the patient is obliged to get out of bed twice during the night instead of once. Afterwards, the calls become still more frequent and urgent, the inconvenience more evident. Finally, pain is substituted for inconvenience, and then the doctor is consulted. Unless a specialist of experience be consulted, the bladder will most probably be examined, and medicine will be prescribed only to excite the kidneys to secrete more urine, which does harm instead of good, the disease slowly, but surely progressing. Patients often write us that they have had something wrong with the bladder for a number of years, having to urinate more frequently than they ought, sometimes having to do so three and four times during the night, in extreme cases even every half hour or so, and that they are not able to pass it freely, but only in small quantities, and attended with much pain. These symptoms are not always constant, but let up for a few weeks and then appear again. Things go on in this way for a year or two, perhaps when the passage of the urine is completely shut off for several hours, and the patient is in great agony until the bladder is relieved by the use of the catheter. After such instrumental relief, for a day or two the urine may be natural again, coming at first, perhaps, in very small quantities, but by and by more freely. Then, after a week or two intervening, there may be another complete stoppage, attended, as before, with intense suffering which will have to be again relieved by the use of an instrument. The foregoing is a fair account of the usual progress of the disease and its symptoms. As the prostate gland becomes more irritated and inflamed from the natural progress of the disease, or from the irritation caused by the passage of instruments, or the employment of strong, harsh, stimulating diuretics, the urine becomes cloudy, and still later is found to have deposited during the night in the chamber utensil a quantity of thick, tenacious, and usually offensive mucus, there is apt to be more or less discomfort in the rectum, or lower bowel, produced by the pressure of the enlarged prostate upon it, rarely, the first intimation of a large prostate occurs through a sudden retention of the urine, and the patient being under the impression that there was nothing wrong with the organ previously, closely questioned, however, the information is elicited that there has been a long train of mild symptoms, similar to those that we have described, preceding the attack of retention of the urine. This shows the importance of early attention and proper treatment when such symptoms are manifested. However slight the inconvenience experienced, it should not be neglected. The disease should be brought under control at the outset by skillful and nicely adapted treatment. Usually before a person suffers from toothache, the decay occasioning it has been gradually progressing without pain for from 5 to 8 years. Just as the decay of the tooth may be arrested by the early attention of the dentist, so may prostatic disease by early attention be not only promptly relieved, but permanently cured. Disease of the prostate being slow in its inception and progress, is also slow to yield even to the most skillful treatment. Being slow to develop, patients rarely seek assistance until the organ has become so large as to be seldom restorable to a size where mechanical means can be wholly dispensed with for relieving the bladder. Most surgeons are too much in the habit of depending on the catheter for the relief of the patient, and usually instruct the sufferer how to use it, telling them that this, the catheter, is to be their only doctor for life, great as is the relief afforded by the catheter, which has often saved life, yet it is a fact that its frequent and prolonged use often renders disease of the prostate very intractable and often wholly incurable, frequent use of the catheter without any treatment to prevent the further enlargement of the diseased gland, or to reduce its size, permits the part to go on enlarging, and, 
Besides, the constant use of the catheter irritates the prostatic portion of the urethra, causing thickening of the lining membrane, and sooner or later a more or less complete organic stricture of this canal, depending upon thickening of the lining mucous membrane, as well as upon the encroachment of the gland itself upon this canal. Besides, when the use of the catheter is once commenced, even when the enlargement is not very great, it is with the utmost difficulty that we have been able to induce patients to leave off its use. The bladder, becoming accustomed to its use, refuses to obey the will without this help. The irritation set up in the parts by the friction of the catheter causes inflammation and exudation in the lining membrane. This extends to the structure of the prostate itself and increases the hypertrophy or enlargement. It will, therefore, be seen how important it is to early resort to treatment to relieve the first manifestations of this affection, a disease of so delicate a nature, and one so often confounded with other maladies by inexperienced physicians, should only be entrusted for treatment to expert specialists of large experience in the management of this and kindred maladies. Stricture of the urethra. Stricture of the urethra generally results from some specific disease of the urethra, but may be caused by sexual excesses, exposure or strain, or by the practice of masturbation or self-abuse. It runs a course varying in time from a few days to many weeks or months, during which time the patient is often unaware of the real cause of his sufferings. Commonly, the attention is first called to a stricture by a slight discharge, or smarting sensation, or the appearance of an undue amount of mucus deposit in the urine. Occasionally, some difficulty in starting the water, or a diminution in the size and force or a twisting of the stream as it flows, is the first symptom. This passive stage is of variable duration. When skillful treatment is instituted at this stage of the disease, a speedy cure is easily effected without pain or danger. Any exposure, improper use of instruments, or irritating cause, may speedily give rise to the alarming symptoms due to closure of the urethra, from which fatal consequences may suddenly ensue. This condition is illustrated in Figure 2 which shows the hard and tough stricture which surrounds the soft mucous membrane that lines the urinary canal. When irritated or inflamed, as the result of a cold or other cause, the mucous membrane becomes swollen and thickened, and, as the stricture will not yield and enlarge, the result is that the urethra is almost completely closed, and it becomes impossible to pass the urine. Great pain is experienced, and the surgeon has to be called to draw off the urine with a catheter, which, at best, is a very difficult and painful operation, when the urethra is so irritable and constricted. Treatment. In the earlier stages of the malady, relief is given by the skillful use of instruments for dilating the canal, or, where this fails by the operation of urethrotomy, for which we employ an improved and ingenious instrument, by which the stricture is readily and almost painlessly divided. Improved methods. Our surgeons have operated upon many hundreds of bad cases by a very ingenious and almost painless method, that requires no use of bougies in the after-treatment. This saves the patient an immense amount of pain and annoyance, and enables him to go home almost immediately after the operation. The ordinary after-treatment, by dilatation with bougies, is very tedious, and often more painful than the operation itself so that our peculiar method of treatment has been highly with joy by those familiar with the old and unnecessarily painful systems of treatment. Besides, our more improved method has been followed by far more perfect cures in every case operated upon. In many of the cases coming under our observation and treatment, there have been several strictures, as illustrated in Figure 3, 
which shows the urethra constricted at three different points, besides a congenital contraction at its mouth or menus. Illustration, Figure 3. Condition of the urethra with three strictures and a congenital contraction at the menus or outlet. SPRRMADORRHEA not infrequently results from stricture of the urethra, even when the affection is quite slight. Our attention was first called to this subject by the consideration of the numerous cases in which epileptic convulsions or fits, and other serious diseases of the nervous system in children, have resulted from an unnatural contraction of the prepuce or foreskin, constituting what is termed phimosis. Every surgeon of experience has met with many of these cases of reflex irritation. It occurred to us, that, inasmuch as these contractions of the foreskin give rise to nervous diseases of an alarming nature, may not an unnatural narrowing of the urethral canal, which must have exactly the same effect in retarding the flow of the urine, give rise to irritable nervous affections in adults, may not a natural irritation and excitement of the sexual organs, so set up, cause loss of semen to occur during sleep, and consequent nervous and general debility, it is a well-recognized fact that the urethral canal should bear a certain definite and proportionate size to that of the penis, just as the length of the arm should naturally bear a certain proportion to the length of the body. In the case of some parts of the body, disproportionate development of the part may not give rise to anything further than unsightliness, but when we find the small size of the urethra retarding the free passage of the urine, then we may expect, if this condition is long continued, to find more or less irritation of the urethra and, perhaps, of the bladder, also, when there is a contraction of the urethra at its external orifice, or at any point along its course, and natural pressure is put upon the urinary canal behind the constricted portion, and these parts must bear an undue strain during the passage of the urine, it is a well-established fact that improper diet, cold, exposure, and overwork exert a very powerful modifying influence upon the urinary secretion frequently causing an acrid and irritating condition of this fluid. This condition, when associated with a contracted urethra, must result in irritation of the mucous membrane lining this canal back of the stricture, if long continued or frequently repeated. As an illustration, we had a hose pipe from which, by means of a small nozzle, water is expelled a considerable distance, but a great tension is put upon the hose behind the nozzle. If the pressure is increased greatly the hose will burst, but, If the small nozzle be replaced with a larger one, the projection of the stream will be quite as great, but all undue tension of the pipe is overcome and the danger of bursting is done away with. We have, in an unnaturally contracted urethra, a favorable condition for the development of disease in the urinary canal and adjacent parts of the generative organs. Irritation is set up in the urethra behind the stricture by undue strain in passing water, and the frequent reoccurrence of acrid urine. As the result of any of the causes we have already mentioned, this irritation keeps gradually increasing. It will be felt more during the periods when the urine is acrid, but may pass unnoticed even at such times. The seminal sacs and the prostate and Cooper's glands communicate with the deeper portions of the urethra by means of canals or ducts, lined with mucous membrane which is continuous with the urethral mucous membrane. Hence we can readily say that not only by reflex nervous irritation are those parts debilitated, through the contraction of the urethra, but the affection is apt to extend by continuity of the mucous membrane, and thus become more and more manifest, through symptoms of disease of the testicles, prostate gland and seminal vesicles, and these disorders become more and more seated the longer the morbid condition of the urethra is allowed to run on, until there may be an entire loss of the sexual functions, occurring at an age when there should be present the most vigorous manhood. 
From no other cause can we explain the common prevalence of disease of the deeper portions of the urethral canal and bladder, many times confounded with other diseases of the urinary and generative organs. The following is the history of a case that fully illustrates the foregoing statements. Case 112.289. Mr. O.C.E. Single. 32 years of age. Illustration. Figure 4. Condition of the urethra in case 112.289 permanently cured at the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute. He applied to us suffering from entire loss of the sexual function, with great nervous stability, and there was a thin slimy discharge from the urethra, and the usual symptoms of melancholia and weakness. He had lost all taste for business, and was extremely nervous, from the fact that he was engaged to be married, and felt that his condition would not permit it. On examination a contraction of the urethra was found at the point shown in figure 4 which had probably been present for years. He stated that he never had been just right in those parts, but had lived a virtuous life, had never had any venereal disease, and, hence, the true nature of his trouble had not been suspected. With the removal of the stricture there was an immediate improvement in his condition, which became more and more rapid, as his system gained strength and reaction became manifest. At the end of two months he wrote that he felt sound and well and that he had experienced the most wonderful improvement in every way. His vital strength was fully restored, and he was most profoundly grateful. Chronic inflammation of the bladder, sometimes called catar of the bladder, an affection that is elsewhere herein fully treated of, and chronic inflammation of the kidneys, and true Bright's disease, as well as prostatic disease, are all liable to a result from strictures of the urethra. Hence, It behooves one suffering from this malady to have it promptly and skillfully treated. False passages, in very rare cases of impassable stricture, or in which fistulas openings, or false passages, have formed, through which the urine flows or dribbles away. We have resorted to the operation of perineal section with the most gratifying results. The cases requiring this operation are rare ones, in which death must generally result but for the relief afforded by the operation dangerous use of instruments, the worst and most dangerous cases of stricture with which we had met, in a long and extensive experience, were rendered thus by the careless or unskillful use of bougies, catheters, or sounds, many surgeons and physicians are most recklessly careless or unskilled in the use of these most dangerous instruments, as the many cases of false passage or stricture of the most painful and dangerous kind, caused or aggravated by their ignorant or improper use, sorrowfully testified delay dangerous. By proper treatment of stricture in its early stages, all danger and pain are avoided, and a cure is effected in a very short time. In an extensive practice, in which we yearly treat hundreds of cases, we have never yet failed to give perfect and permanent relief from stricture, or diseased prostate or urethra, without the necessity of cutting instruments of any kind, when we have been consulted before injury of the urethra has been produced by improper use of instruments having specialists who devote their entire time to the study and cure of these diseases, we are thereby enabled to attain the highest degree of skill in the management of these cases, great skill required, the urethra is a sensitive and delicate canal, and is surrounded by tissues the most delicate, and lined with mucous membrane which is highly vascular and filled with sensitive nerves, the introduction of any instrument is to be undertaken only when absolutely required, and, when necessary, It should be so skillfully and carefully effected that no pain or irritation can result. The slightest awkwardness is liable to cause an unnoticeable injury. 
which results in false passage or an effusion of plastic lymph around the canal, and as it organizes, the formation of the most troublesome organic structure, the attention not only of sufferers, but also of the profession, is called to the remarkable success of our operation, perineal section, by which the cure of extremely bad cases of impassable stricture and false passages, or urinary fistulas, is effected in from 30 to 40 days, and with very little suffering, that we have been successful in such cases must be considered as conclusive evidence that no case of stricture, false passage, or urinary fistula, is beyond the reach of our skill, testimonials, in a practice embracing the treatment of a vast number of cases of diseases of the urinary organs, it has been our good fortune to effect many remarkable cures, the experience gained in this field of practice has made our specialists skilled experts, and hence hundreds consult them as a last resort, in fact we seldom get a case, in this line, that has not been the rounds of the home physicians before applying to us for relief and cure, the cures, therefore, which we shall introduce here are the more remarkable because of the failure, in nearly every case, of other medical men to benefit or cure, they are not the everyday, ordinary cases met with in the general practitioner's rounds, but complicated, obstinate ones, which had generally been given up as hopeless before coming to us, case for a 3431, wasted to a shadow, bleeding from kidneys, a severe case, world's dispensary medical association, Buffalo, NY, gentlemen I think it my duty to write to you concerning my case, in the year 1886 I was seized with inflammation of the bladder and passed nothing but thick blood, owing to heavy work, and I consulted a doctor and he said there was no cure for such a bad case, but he gave me medicine and it relieved me at the time I used it, and I took 16 bottles and I got worse and wasted to a shadow, I quit taking the medicine, and other complaints came, as rupture in the spermatic cord for which I applied to you and soon got relief, and in 1891 the bladder disease made its appearance, and I wrote to the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute and got no reply as our mails were stopped on account of snowdrifts, I sent for the best doctor in Listowel and I still got worse, and he said I might live three or four weeks, but there was no stoppage of the disease, and I got so weak that I had to support myself by the furniture in my room, and I wasted down to a 100 pounds in two weeks, and I applied to your institute and I received my medicine in a few days, and in two weeks I began to gather strength and now I am hearty and well and my weight is 145 pounds, I feel so thankful to the medical association and its staff of skilled men, it is 15 months since I quit taking your medicines and no signs of the disease returning, yours gratefully, Thomas S. Bailey, Dorking, Wellington Company Aunt, Case 23A877, Inflammation of the Bladder, with other complications, suffered excruciating pain and urinating. For many years I suffered with inflammation of the prostrate gland and bladder. It became gradually worse and I endured extreme pain, so much so that I was laid up for weeks at a time, and almost gave up in despair. I was persuaded to go to the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute. I had never regretted following this advice. While there I submitted to an operation by their specialist. This was entirely painless and the result perfectly satisfactory. I left in a short time delighted, and have since been strong and well. I cannot speak in too high praise of this famous institution, the rooms are large and pleasant, the food the very best, the attendants kind and attentive and the staff of physicians skillful and of large experience. I highly recommend all invalids to the world's dispensary medical association.
I feel confident that all the benefit to be derived from medical treatment is to be received at this institution. Yours truly, Jill, W.H. Yethethener, Chicago, Hills, Case 2A103, Inflammation of Bladder, Complicated with Kidney Disease, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, N.Y., Gentlemen having been a patient in your invalid's hotel for several weeks, I take great pleasure in telling other sufferers of my treatment which I received under your efficient staff of physicians, surgeons and nurses, and I will say with clear conscience that every care and comfort was given me that could be wished for. I am sure that your institution is far in advance of the age, and would wish that every invalid could avail himself of the treatment that I received in your most excellently kept invalid's hotel. I cheerfully give this as my testimonial to individuals, friends and sufferers. My health is so fully restored that I look upon life with pleasure and comfort, whereas before I was a suffering, nervous invalid, unable to sleep and much of the time in torment, wishing you success. I am your friend and well-wisher. M.M.A.N.H.E.I.M. George Down. S.C. Case 859.143. Bladder. Rectal. Kidney and liver disease. Entire urinary organs one massive source. Despaired of cure. My disease was caused by the roughness and exposure incidental to the life of a miner. Working in the gold mines of California and Montana. I had much of the time to work in water. With my clothes wet. Which finally brought on a severe pain in my kidney which ere long completely prostrate me. I employed and was treated by six different physicians, the best I could obtain in my section of country, and who while seeming to understand the nature of my disease, yet gave me no remedy that afforded me any real relief. I grew worse under the treatment of them all. The pain in the kidney left me, but immediately located in the bladder. My bladder became very painful and commenced to ulcerate and fill up. It seemed from the excruciating agony I suffered, that there must have been an abscess in either the kidney or bladder, and from the large amount of pus discharged at one time, it appeared to me that my kidneys, bladder and the entire urinary organs were one mass of sores and pus mixed with blood, I had to use injections of lognum daily in the lower bowels to ease the pain and live, was reduced by long suffering, looking for each day to be my last, I felt that no human power on earth could help me, no language can describe, and God only knows, the agony I suffered, from what I have already written, you may form some faint conception of my physical condition at the end of six years treatment by the best medical aid I could get in the section where I was living, I also used for some time with no benefit, Warner's safe cure, and in fact, tried every means that I could hear of, but to no permanent relief, such was my condition when I was led finally to consult and be treated by your association though I had but faint hope of obtaining any relief from anyone, with the very best description I could give in writing of my case, and all the information you got from me, you would not undertake the case until you were further informed, and for which caution I sincerely thank you. You wrote me, we are at a loss to definitely determine your condition. We have an opinion based upon the facts before us, but we feel that we must have a personal examination, in the condition I was then in. I could not have been kept alive to reach the first railroad station, which was only six miles from my house, and much less to travel to Buffalo. Indeed I wrote you, that if you would cure me for nothing, I was unable to go to you. In reply, you then advised me to take your special remedies until I could improve sufficiently to go to Buffalo for examination. Now this frank answer of yours, removed every doubt from my mind, and convinced me that you were honorable physicians. On March 10th, 
1883, I began taking your special remedies, as you prescribed them, and at the end of three years constant treatment, I was improved sufficiently to go to Buffalo to your institute, where I was examined as you required of me. When I reached your institute, I was there carefully examined and received a month's treatment. When I reflect on my condition and my suffering when I first began to use your specifics, and see what I am now, I feel that no words can too glowingly express my gratitude to your association for the physical benefits you have conferred upon me by your treatment of my despaired of case. Samuel C. Tracy Platteville, Wiss, WVRICOCALE and Stricture of the Urethra, World's Dispensary Medical Association, 663 Main Street Buffalo, NY, Gentlemen I have taken treatment from you for several months for nervous debility, and although I am not quite fully cured as yet, I have been greatly benefited, and believe, if I had come to you before I was duped and swindled by different quacks and was more dead than alive, I would today be a thoroughly well man. I have also been to your institute twice for surgical operations, and cannot too highly praise the hotel, or the skill and care of the attending surgeons and nurses. They are gentlemen in every way and the invalid's hotel is just as represented. I shall advise all suffering from chronic diseases to go to you for relief, as I have never seen anyone there who was not cured or greatly benefited. Very truly yours, Christian Hansen, Esquire Austin. Mower Company Men, Case 23A890, Disease of the Urinary Organs, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, NY, Gentlemen I feel it my duty to give my testimonial in behalf of your grand institution, I had an operation performed at your place two years ago for the relief of a very painful disease of urinary passage, and, thanks to your skill, I was cured, and have enjoyed the best of health since. I earnestly recommend your institution to all who are suffering, and still further let me thank you for the kindness I received at the hands of everybody connected with the institution. I am, respectfully yours, Frank A. M. P. S. A. L. P.O. Box 980, Pittsfield, Berkshire Company Mass, Case 2A 208, Retention of Urine, Suffered Intense Pain, World's Dispensary Medical Association, Buffalo, N.Y., Dear Sirs to your favor of the 20th halt would say that I can only speak in the highest terms of your institution, after suffering for 10 or 12 years with retention of the urine, and bladder difficulties, I can say that I found immediate relief at your hands, when going to your place, about 6 years ago, I was suffering with intense pain, loss of appetite, and unable to eat a good meal, I now weigh 170 pounds do a good day's work and feel well in every respect. I am only too glad that I am able to praise your institution, and can highly recommend it to anyone who is suffering as I was, with great respect, I remain, yours very truly, PJHAMILL, Utica, NY Case 80.115, Enlarged Prostate and Chronic CADARRHAL Inflammation of Bladder, Several years ago I had occasion to become an inmate of the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute, Number 683 Main Street, Buffalo. NY, I was afflicted with an enlarged prostate and chronic inflammation, or catarrhal condition of the bladder, I was largely benefited by the treatment I received there, and had I remained a little longer, as I was advised to do by the doctor who attended me, I should have fully recovered, I was so nearly cured that I did not think it necessary to remain longer, as I supposed nature would do for me what remained to be done, to effect a perfect cure, my business was urgent. I could not well remain longer, in this I made a mistake, 
I should have remained longer. I was 72 years old at the time. I bear willing testimony to the ability of the medical staff and the interest the doctors take in the welfare of their patients. The nurses and all the subordinates were very kind and seemed to vie with each other to contribute to the pleasure and happiness of the inmates of the institute. One will find the institute equipped with all the improvements known to modern science. For the promotion and restoration of health, it is impossible to do justice to its merits in a short article of this kind. Persons must go there and see and judge for themselves of the wonders of this extraordinary medical establishment. If they cannot recover their health there, in my judgment, it is of no use to go elsewhere. Abraham S.C.H.E.L.L. Knight's Ferry, Cal Case 820.804. Obstinate and Complicated Disease. World's Dispensary Medical Association, Gentlemen Years of July 12th to hand. I am only too glad to comply with your request. Having suffered for many years with a complication of diseases and feeling conscious that they were rapidly making serious inroads upon my constitution and that I was speedily becoming unable and incapacitated to attend to my ordinary business. I resolved, after reading a number of testimonials from your patients, to place myself under your treatment at the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute. With heartfelt gratitude I can truthfully say I am relieved of my trouble. I most cheerfully and earnestly recommend this institution to all who are afflicted with chronic and painful diseases, no matter of what nature. During my stay there I saw some wonderful cures and surgical operations. Yours truly, John H. Smith, Decker Town, Sussex Company and Case 520.425, Complication of Diseases, Without Solicitude or Hope of Pecuniary Reward, With Heartfelt Gratitude and a Desire to Aid My Fellow Man to Health and Happiness. Allow me to state, that as an inmate for more than a month of the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute at number 663 Main Street, Buffalo, NY, I feel warranted in its highest recommendation. While there I saw and talked with a great number of people who came there as a last resort, to be cured of almost every chronic disease to which flesh is heir, and they were unanimous in their praise of the institution and the skilled specialists who constitute its professional staff. Andrew Holes, Moorhead, Men. Case 654.500. Disease of kidneys and other complications caused by exposure and malaria. World's Dispensary Medical Association. Buffalo. NY. Gentlemen having spent a short period of time at the Invalids Hotel and Surgical Institute. Number 663 Main Street. Buffalo. NY. I must say I found it fully equal in every respect to the claims made for it by the proprietors. It was filled with invalids who were under the care of a corps of physicians and surgeons and the fact that all the sick people a. Eh?